Blog Talk Radio.
Taking time out, man, to uh, come on the show, man. Um, so um, I'm gonna keep this panel very small. Um, so um, there's a lot to touch bases on, and um, so and I want you guys to really give your uh, your thoughts and, and your and how you feel about this whole the whole pandemic, the whole justice situation, everything that's going on. I want you guys want to really really. Um, get into the situation and, and talk about how you feel and how do you think um, we can make a change. Um, so, um, Sean, I'm gonna start with you, man. Um, um, your thoughts on man on this? Um, first of all, this uh, this whole um, police uh, brutality, police reformment, and um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I truly believe um, this is kind of 
ridiculous, I would just say. Um, coming from um, the inner city of St. Louis and watching firsthand um, police brutality, like breaking homes, especially back in 2014 with um, Michael Brown and everything, I was kind of like, I lived like 10 minutes away from there. And personally, me, pers- me being like there and kind of like in that area of all the riots and all that, I understand why our people are in pain, and I believe, like, after all this, we can we can overcome it, as well as I understand that that could have been another individual like me that could have been on that ground as well. And just seeing that it's still happening for all these years and thinking and, like, understanding, like, there's times where we feel like there's no hope for us and just keep on pushing and still witnessing these kind of things is really, really crazy right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andre, your thoughts on it, man? You know, I just think that we are in such a polarizing time in the world, and health is the number one thing. Um, so, as someone who suffers from anxiety and depression, um, a, a pandemic is, is not a good mix. I'm such a people person, and I love being around people. But I think the best thing we can all do, and this is what I've even done in my own personal life, is just practice self-love and self-care. We have to take care of ourselves, and not just on a superficial level. We also have to take care of our minds as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, recently um, they um, the charges, majority of the officers were not charged in the Breonna Taylor case. And the family was awarded uh, by the state uh, $12 million. So um, a lot of uh, critics were stating that, okay, this is a black family. They are in need of several things. Let's give them $12 million to shut up. So um, what do you guys think about that, they're being awarded $12 million? Well, for starters, $12 million isn't going to bring their baby back, like, at the end of the day. No, no, there's no amount of money that can replace that, that can replace that type of soul in someone's life or, like, or a part of someone's life like that. And, and I believe, like, I can see that being um, a part of everything of them trying to, like, quote-unquote, shut them up. Um, and at the end of the day, no matter what, what they're charged for, everything they've been charged for right now doesn't re- reflect on what they basically have done to that family and to Breonna Taylor themselves. So right now, it means nothing to me. I really want there should be more work to get those people in jail. Absolutely. Um, my next thing is um, how many more people have to be killed? For mm-hmm. there to be a change, how many more marches? How many more protests? How much more does it have to do before we change? Because this is not only for Trump became president. There's several presidents going back that this has been going on, but now it's getting limelight. So it's a lot of protesting. And let me just say this, and I was just thinking this on a previous show that I did. There is no peaceful protesters. You can't be a peaceful protest because there, um, those cops are out there. They're shooting you with rubber bullets, whether you're right or wrong, and whether you are a child or not. You're getting shot. They will knock you down if you're standing. If you're not even near, they will come to you and knock you down because they don't. But they don't want you to do freedom of speech. They don't want you out there protesting. That's not what they want. Mm-hmm. They want you to shut up and keep it moving. Just accept what's going on, and we can't do that. Now, those of you who know me, firstly, I was out there at one point protesting, and but now I've backed up and I've slacked up with the protesters, but and I've advocated in a different way because I know me as a black man, and I know that I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate it, and I'm not going to stand for it. And the last thing I want to do is to be shot by a rubber bullet. And those, and let me just say this, those rubber bullets can kill you. Don't think because it's a rubber bullet that it can it can hit you and it can do major damage to your body. So I want people to be aware of that. So though, And though those smoke bombs can give you, can, can cause you to go into cardiac arrest, and they can kill you instantly. Something says it's a smoke bomb or that can kill you. So I, as an individual, have slacked up from that. And I have denied a lot of requests to do marches and because of those situations. I have 
showed my credentials when I was out there, and those police act like that didn't mean anything. You're not a dead enemy. Oh, we don't care who you are. If you stand in the way, we will knock your cameras over, and we will shoot you for both angry equipment. That's the that's the attitude I got from the police. And so, okay, you know, you're not going to shoot us. So this is one of these why I backed up. I was out there again with George Floyd's brother, Eric Gardner's mother, Abdul Muhammad's mother. I was out there with them, talking and marching and speaking to law enforcement themselves. We have to, it's, we are, as we have not even come close to um, joining and connecting. I'm going to jump into Shagas. I'll be right back, okay? Oh, guys, you still there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what are your thoughts on that? Have any of you guys, um, Trishan, have you ever went out and protested about this whole situation or? Yeah, um, personally, um, hello, yes. um, personally, I have not. I decided, uh, once again, um, thank you for um, participating in uh, the marches and being alongside those people that really needed that. Um, for oh, me, no personally, problem. I have not. Yes, um, personally, I have not. What I, had to, I, what I decided to do was just be part of, like, the, um, the backstage of everything. Like, I've helped with a bunch of marches, like, small marches around um, – my college in um, St. Louis in Kansas City, and just help in being that um, someone that helps build the platform for people to stand on and actually take take the front face of it. That's the main part I've been part of. Mm-hmm. And you, Andre? I actually have protested. And my whole protest was against uh, for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. I haven't specifically protested for Breonna Taylor, but I definitely think that it's going to take something major because the fact that those cops have not been charged is so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And to, yes. to uh, connect your point from earlier, you said, how many people is it going to take? And I don't know because um, cops have been – unfairly targeting minorities since the beginning. It's just now we have the technology to film them and put it on the internet and it goes viral and sometimes they get held accountable and sometimes they don't. So it's a tough thing, but I did personally protest and it was in reference to George Floyd. And I do try to get out there as much as I possibly can. And um, I just want to send my condolences to the Taylor family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if I could also say this, um, in New York, um, they are trying to defund, in uh, other areas, they're trying to defund the police department. And I want to say that I said this on a previous show. That does not mean us as people to go out and to do reckless crimes. That does not, we're supposed to do better. I, shouldn't, I should not hear, be here, oh, um, this individual robbed the old lady and knocked her down and took her purse or beat somebody up or just doing reckless shooting in these urban neighborhoods. That does not mean go do that because that defeats the purpose. We are trying to make ourselves look better because that's what they expect of us. That's what they expect of people of minorities, people of color. That's what they expect. Oh, we expect that. We're supposed to do better. That does not mean go out and rob businesses, go out and tear where we live. Places that we have to shop on a day-to-day basis. That does not mean go out because at the end of the day, we have to live there. We have everything. We have to live there. So that's not mean. And so that that confuses me as to you're. I, I'm confused about this. You want you come to me and you see me out here in the streets, uh, in in meetings and on panels on TV. Then you see me. Oh, that's after this is gone. But at the end of the day, what? How are you trying to make a change? You can't make, you can't come to me in my face and tell me to do this, but at the end of the day, you're out there, oh, I'm going to go shoot somebody. I'm gonna, that's not, 
I'm, I don't advocate for that. I'm not. That's not what. That's not what I'm for, and that's not what. That's not what my platform is for. I'm 100%. But we as people, and as color people of color, have to stop being for self and come as a team and help one another. We're very quick to downgrade one another. We're very quick to do say next thing about let's uplift each other. Whether hey, listen, X, Y, and Z is doing that much support to them. Let's move on. It's easy to do. It's easy to that to knock an individual down. But we, but when someone gets shot, when it's Deanna Taylor or George Floyd, then we come together. We should come together more than just something has to happen. Um. So my next uh, topic is mental health, which um, those of you um, don't know that the mental um, the suicide rate is up. Um, substance abuse have went up. The use of opioid and recreational drugs has went up, and not just uh, adults. Their kids, and we're talking like eight and nine years old, have took their own lives because they can't deal with the pandemic. They can't deal with being stuck in the house consistently. They can't go to the park because they got. Hey, if we go to the park, we may get coronavirus and they may take us out. Um, Shashan, mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? Um. Coming from me, um, when the pandemic like fully hit, I was in um I was finishing up my senior year and just noticing the change of how my personal emotions had like had shifted of me like being able to like, you know, be outside, walk around campus, enjoy my friends, enjoy my family, able to drive, visit, have no problems doing things I usually do. And coming to where I have to like be secluded I'm an extrovert at heart so like I need that type of interaction with people I need to be out there laugh ha ha and just have a great time and me being restricted to to those um to the laws of like making sure like I'm six feet apart make sure I'm like in my own secluded area that really kind of put a toll on me um because I wasn't able to fully live personally and I felt like my emotions shift and I felt um like some signs about probably depression and anxiety and I just and like also witnessing my friends who are also dealing with that, especially individuals that are in school, that's kind of like hard because most of the time when it comes to school that's kinda of like the time you fully um branch out and you're actually out of like your own like mind and you're able to like focus on other things. But you can't really like do that if the thing that distracts you is still like in this one room in this one space. So um, dealing with the COVID um, COVID situation and the pandemic, um, it's been it's been a little better. But I know there's a lot of people out there that are really struggling to um, keep it all together and keep focused because all at the end of the day, all you really have is your mind and yourself during this pandemic. Absolutely, um, Andre. I couldn't agree more. Um, as I had mentioned earlier, this pandemic has affected me just in the exact same way it's affected anybody else. And I think we really have to come together as a community, as friends, as family, and really figure out how to keep one another on track and, and hold yourself accountable, but also hold your neighbor accountable. If you know your neighbor says good morning to you every morning, but you haven't heard from him in a few months, you know, why not go put your mask on and knock on his door and see if he needs anything. Um, I, I think that that's where we can start in our own homes, in our own backyards, in our own communities and branch out from there. It is frustrating to feel like those in power are not for the people, but that is why it's so important to vote in this election come November. Right. We're going to talk about that in, in a second. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, but moving back to mental health, um, like Andre, um, you, I like what you said. Let's um, and let's support. Let's try to assist others. If you know they have a mental health issue, just just hold. I mean, a conversation is not going to kill you. It's not going to take nothing from mm-hmm. you. It's not going to cost you anything. It, it just a simple what's up, how you doing, man, or how you doing, could change a person's life. You never know what a person is going through on the inside. The last thing I want personally is to know that I could have saved a life. I could have saved a kid's life or I could have saved an adult's life. The last thing I want to do is know that I could have saved their life and they killed themselves. Remember, remember, once you kill yourself, suicide is no more. Once you're gone, you're gone. 
And I, the last thing I want to I want to hear is I, you know, hey, I I, I please help an individual, and I mean really help them. And this is nothing I have to I had to um, explain to individuals, whether it be your friend. Um, is when you're talking to an individual and you decide you guys whatever it is about, never ever say oh uh, thanks for sharing or um, because it makes an individual think um, that they're in a group setting. Because if I well, uh, I used to do um, do the AA meetings when I was in college, uh, going for my master's degree, and I used to host the AA meetings and the um, detox meetings, and a lot of them would be in there. They'd say, "Oh, my name's John," and they'd say, "Oh, hi, John," and then they'd say, "Oh, thanks for sharing." People don't want to feel like they're in a group setting. They want to feel like they want to feel that comfortability mm-hmm. because some people do not feel comfortable going to therapists or psychiatry because they're going to be feel that they're labeled as crazy or insane. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to feel so make a person feel like, hey, this is the friend we're just talking. But so, I mean, me personally, I would say, hey, you know, I think that's cool, man. You can talk to me anytime. Well, that's cool. Talk to me anytime, you know. Thanks for, you know, talking to me. That sounds a whole lot better than just saying, oh, thanks for sharing, you know, because, hey, oh, I just like, I just got out of therapy. They don't want to feel that way. And some people want to yeah. have that comfortability. So, I mean, both and my support, so both of you guys, I mean, if you ever, you ever come across an individual, I mean, if they're, you know, whatever, just a simple conversation, it may be a few minutes. You know, and that may have that may change their whole entire life because I'm there's a yeah. lot of people that are that are going through so much with this whole pandemic situation. And um, if I could bring another topic up, is there are clubs that have reopened. There are people that are lined up trying to get in these clubs with no mask on, no social distancing. And the police is right there with them with no mask on, and they're laughing and talking and enjoying each other. So um, when we were out in the street, um, out in the field, and we were doing, we were, you know, we were uh, filming this, we were like, oh, so they're not enforcing the law. So, I mean, why are we wearing masks? So, I mean, are, are we out of the pandemic or are we not? Because when we see this, we see these people trying to get into a club, a long line that wraps around the corner, and you guys are bunched together, and the police are right there, and they say, this is okay. Is it okay? But then when we got the governors on TV saying, oh, wear your mask and stay social distancing, uh, who do we listen to? Because law enforcement, to my understanding, oh, it's their job to enforce the law. So we got to change, and we have to focus on ourselves, and we have to kind of follow our own judgment. Because the people that we listen to on the news, the people that we're supposed to follow on the news, at the end of the day, Anthony Fowler, who's the voice for the, um, the CDC, remember that he had coronavirus. That man had coronavirus, was tested positive for coronavirus, and he told me he's a big-time doctor. So we have to, as I said, and I tell you one this, we have to follow our own judgment and try to keep ourselves safe, follow our own safety. Because the individuals are supposed to be the correct ones who stay in our center, we can't follow. We we cannot listen to Donald Trump, of course. We know that because when we were at the peak of this, this guy maybe two weeks after saying, "Oh, we can go back to normal," and how many people have died, how many things, how tragedies have happened. So, right. um, um, I want you guys to just you know f- follow your own judgment. However, if whatever you do is making you feel safe, then continue that. Because we can't always go by what somebody tell us. Because I guarantee you, I was thinking about this on a future panel the other yesterday with MSNBC. Soon as the soon as the media tells us, oh, you guys don't have to wear masks anymore. Coronavirus has died down. It's very low. We all can go back to normal. How you think? Every last majority of the whole world is going to take their masks off, throw them in the garbage, and we're going to go back to normal. That's something oh, that no. has to stop. We have to, we have to not always go by what we hear. They don't know themselves. Again, some of them, the experts have had coronavirus and have passed away from the virus. So we have to follow our own judgment. I want everybody to not always believe what they hear from me. Don't always follow their guidelines. Follow your own, because you're your own person at the end of the day. Um, and secondly, um, with Andre, um, you brought up about the election. Um, I want everyone to make sure when they do vote, whether they vote paper, ballot, or they go actually go to the polls, to make sure that your vote is counted. Um, because this guy, 
who we call the president, has um, threatened several times to defund the Postal Service because they are going to uh, send out paper ballots. So I want you guys to make sure, however you do it, to go out and to make sure that your vote is counted. Whoever you decide to vote for, because I can't tell you who to vote for, but make sure that your vote is counted. Um, uh, uh, Trisha, any thoughts or anything that you want to discuss? Um, I just wanted to try and trail it back a little back um, to um, personal health, I mean um, mental health and um, suicide prevention. Um, sure. For the people that are actually, that are dealing with people, like I understand we're supposed to like focus on the people that are um, feeling these um, feelings and these emotions and are thinking about ending their lives, but also check on the people that have to um, monitor and kind of like bring, uplift those people because from from my, my personal experience. Being that person to like constantly um, to try and like uplift this person and try to keep them motivated, um, that can also put harm and thoughts in your mind as well. So absolutely, for those people that are for those people that are aware um, of people that are helping other friends deal with their emotions, check on them as well, and like try to always remind them like as long as you like you said, just hold a conversation. As long as you put in some sort of effort, that's enough. Like if anything detrimental happens, just make sure, just know that it's not your fault. You've done, you did your best because at the end of the day, especially right now, it's a time to mainly take care of yourself. And the fact that you gave um, part of yourself for someone else, no matter how big, no matter how big that part is, at least you took the time to give them something of you to make sure they're better. So um, make sure you just check on those people and just stay safe out here. Absolutely. Um, I want to add to that. Um, please understand that we can't, I mean, it's it's nice to go out and help people, but understand that we can't save the world. We can try, right. but we can't save the world, but it's, we can save as many as we can, then that's a plus. If you save one or two people, that's a plus. At least we put mm-hmm. our first best foot forward and we tried. Um, I also, um, before I go to my next topic, uh, Andre, you want to add to something? I did, and I know I mentioned earlier how important it is to vote, and I really mean that. You know, um, please make sure they're counting your votes. I know the main reason I've personally heard from African Americans and Latinos why they don't vote is because they feel like their vote is not being counted. Please make sure they count your vote, and just know at the end of the day, just by you voting, you are helping further the movement of equality for everyone. We have had people in the past die to have the opportunity to vote. We have had people in the past who have had to pay to vote. Our vote is free in terms of being able to. We're allowed to. We're not held back from it. I really want everybody to go out there and exercise their power, especially young people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that kind of ties into like like all the topics that we just discussed today. Kind of like ties into what I said. No matter how big or small you think your input is, you're still helping something or someone or some cause um, lead in the in the right direction. So just keep on doing what you're doing. You feel like you can do more? Go ahead. If you feel like you're doing just enough. Just know that you're doing something for the greater good, regardless of the amount of time you put in. Absolutely. And I also want to say, um, again, to Andre's about the voting, um, those of you guys don't know that um, people of uh, minorities um, have came a long way uh, with the voting process. And some, there were a time right. where we could not vote. There were a time where we could not vote. So, I mean, get out there and vote. However you do it, get out there. It, it, it makes a difference. I mean, sometimes we may be disappointed in the person that we voted did not win, but it was counted, and 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 it and and it holds against something. So think about all of the things that back in the day when we could not vote, like when your great great grandparents could not vote, you know, and and then I mean when they had to go out the back door and not, and they could not visit certain individuals. So I mean, right. voting is very important and I might and um the the justice that died recently. Um I know she was a, I know she was a white woman, but that white woman stood for equal rights. 
She did so much for the minorities in, in, in the black community. She did so much for women's rights. And um, so, I mean, she, the thing about it is that when, before she, when she was on her sickbed, she said, I want to survive long enough until the, until the election is over before I'm replaced. This lady knew that she wanted change. She wanted to be replaced at a certain time because she knew what this president we have in it was not right. But she didn't last that long. But nevertheless, this woman took a lot of power, and she fought the good fight. She was one of a kind. Even though she was not a woman of color, she stood for equal rights. She was for equal. She fought for equal rights. Someone did a lot. I don't know if you guys, yes, know, if you guys knew friends, that. Yes. Absolutely. She did a lot. And we have to, as I said, people have to continue on, continue that legacy. And as you can see, this woman wasn't even in the, this woman's not even in, in the ground. She didn't even, she had, when, before she, when she, when we all got the news that she passed, the president of the United States was already looking for a replacement. This lady's blood was still mm. warm in her veins. And, and still, you know, hadn't been taken to the, the morgue or whatever. This president, okay, mm. now it's time to get a replacement. What does that tell you? Like, let's give this lady not even the ground, and you're ready to replace her. And he's already nominated. He's already got a nomination. He's already got a person. And already there's little speculations going around about this nominee. And of course, she's what she's not a person of color. Doesn't mean I'm prejudiced. I'm not prejudiced at all. But it shows a lot. Of, it shows a lot of things. And um, just as well as a Caucasian individual can be a nominee, so can a black person. And um, I also, if I, I want to step back for a second on racism, I learned when I took the kids to the park in in my area, and there are there's a diverse of uh, cultures with Chinese, Philippines, Spanish, all air, all all cultures. And this is the thing: kids learn how to communicate. Whether whatever language that you speak, whether they, whether those kids that they're playing with don't speak no English, and those ones that speak English, I guarantee you those kids can come together and play together, and they don't speak, speak opposite different different languages. So that told me that racism is taught at home. It's taught at home, mm-hmm. and that's so that tells me that it's a shame that those kids, those people, are teaching their kids hatred. Towards black individuals, and I mean, it has change has to come, but what has to continue to go on before that change? Before that change, we have to start holding people accountable. There's politicians, there's elected officials, dignitaries. We have to start holding these individuals accountable because they're the ones that can make the change. They can laws can be written, and different things can be changed. But the elected officials are the ones that can get the big things going. So again, make sure you guys get out there and vote um, because it's very important. I also want to say this about the census program. Um, do well, your census, do your census online, and I say that because I was out and I was notified that I did my research. There were postal workers being paid to toss um, the census forms into a dumpster. Most of them were. Some of them were caught, but how many were not caught and continue and have let and have gotten rid of the census form? So those people are not being counted for. Remember, Donald Trump stated that he was going to defund the city of New York um, from the census program. That shows you that why does he want to defund the state of New York? When a lot of these urban neighborhoods are in need of funding from the federal government, they are in need of from the federal government certain funding. Um, a lot of satellite radio stations, um, podcasts um, are benefits from certain funding from the census program. So I made sure mine was done online, so therefore I know it counted. Hey, I got my, I printed out my form. Hey, I was counted. My 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 platform was counted. So a lot of so a lot of funding for hospital medical this situation those things the census program is a part of that whole thing. So if you guys have not done your census, I encourage you to do it online so that you know you're accounted for. Um, any other uh, things that either of you guys want to discuss while while we're on the air? Well, 
Um, I think we went around all the um the good points today. Um, like you said, just push through and just keep on like using your power that you have. Um, like you were saying about Rugeta Ben um Gisbert um Gisbert um fighting and making sure she was a um spokesperson for um black for um the African Americans here. Um, I would say there's a lot of people, including her, that fought and died for you to get this right. So use it. Use the power, use the strength that they pushed through to make this uh to just make this a right for you to have. So just go out there and vote. That's all I can really say. Absolutely. Andre? Yeah, you know, just to the point earlier, it's I, I can't stress it enough. You have got to get out there and vote. And please do not vote blindly. Research. Research research, not just on the highest level for the president of the United States, but even more importantly, on a smaller scale, um, who is running for mayor of your city? Who is going to be the governor and the elected officials that are going to help? And I've also realized people don't know how to vote. And this is how you vote. You vote for the person whose views are in line with your morals. Yeah. That's how you vote. People have, white people have been voting like that since the beginning of time. And that's why laws are always in favor of, of them, of white people, because they are voting, they are researching, and they are realizing what they need in their community. And there's no reason why Latinos and African Americans cannot do the exact same thing. Um, I, I, I can't stress that enough. Please vote, do your research. Um, if you're a minority, it's more important than ever for you to vote. And vote for the person whose agenda falls in line with your belief system. Make the world work for you and others just like you so the playing field can be leveled so we can have all different faces at the table. Latinos, African Americans, Indians, Asians, so on and so forth. It's about time that we come together and we work together for a better union of the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um I just want to tell you guys, and also the the listeners, um, please continue it's it's um, continue to educate yourself. Continue yes. to learn. If you can go to school, again, I don't care if you're sixty or fifty years old. Go to. I educate myself consistently. I I just signed into um, enrolled into university into uh, Rutgers University again uh, to for another program. I it, listen. I don't care if you have a hundred degrees. The more you learn, the more, the more you know, the more the better off you will be. Don't ever feel like educate yourself on whatever. Continue to educate yourself. It, it, everything will come to use. So please educate yourself. There are grants for us that are available that we do not know about. So do your research that that are available at these local universities, at these colleges, at these community colleges. Educate yourself. Research. There are grants that you don't have to pay anything out of pocket um, for for um, their income requirements, and some of them, some of us meet those income requirements. So look into this. Education is very important. We have to fight a lot to get to even go to school and to get an education. So make sure that you guys educate yourself. And um, there are loan forgiveness now. Those are the kind of their loan forgiveness programs now. Um, there are loans that you can get that you don't have to pay back as long as you complete your your um, your course or the entire semester. You get a certain grade point average. And I think sometimes it's only a 2.0. But to look, take advantage of this. Why this is here? Because it, I mean, who knows? It, it, you know how long? How long? We don't know how long it's going to be here. So take advantage of it why it's here. Educate yourself. I always stress that, can't stress that enough. So always be an educated individual because you're gonna need it in the long run. Um so um I and uh to Andre and to sh- to uh to Sean, um I encourage you guys to um advocate for for, for this um whole pandemic situation called any way that you can help 
and to fight the good fight, please do. And um, if you ever need my assistance with it, please reach out to me personally and let me know. Um, I also um, meant to introduce you uh, introduce you guys to one of the Andre. Um, Tashawn Andre is a, um, a wonderful, successful actor um, who was from the, uh, the show um, Empire. Um, so um, oh, okay. and he's he's been he's a close friend of mine, and every time I reach out to him, he um, joins my panels or different uh, events that I've done, and um, you know he he knows his vice versa, and um, he's an amazing individual, and he's been on um, uh, so many shows, but I mean, Empire was about his project, and um, he's doing um, an amazing job. Um, Shoshan, you want to introduce yourself to um, Andre for me? Okay, of course. Um, uh, my name is Treshawn Stephanie. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm a recent graduate from Missouri Western State University with my degree in um, conversion journalism. But um, my main goal in life is to just become a uh, multimedia content creator and um, creative development. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I love pineapples, and I'm glad I made it here. <laughs> I like pineapple too. <laughs> it's great to meet you. Um I, I thank you guys, man, for um taking time out of your schedules to um come on and talk about this and um 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 continue on man what you guys are doing, man, to shine man, continue your education, man, and continue to learn, man, and keep on stepping, man. I, I was watching some of your videos, man. Your step game is cool, man. I I, I wish I could have um, linked up with you, man. When when I, when I first joined Five Beta Sigma fraternity, man, I, I would have been a better step, man. But um, <laughs> I, I'm 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 already it's in the game. Time. I, I, it's still time. I can train you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I I don't know if these bones gonna allow all that right now. I, I, I've been I think almost 20 years now, so I don't know if they're gonna bones gonna allow that, but. <laughs> Nevertheless, man, <laughs> if we ever do link up, I'm definitely going to reach out, man, and try to get that game on, man. Um, but I, both of you, man, thank you guys so much for taking time out to come on, man, and um, discuss this, man. This won't be the last show about this, man. Um, there's going to be several more shows coming up about this. So I hope that you guys will be willing and available to come back on, man, and um, discuss certain things because I'm sure there's other things that are going to reoccur again, and we're going to be back here discussing the same situation issues only on men it seems to get worse um so um any i'm going to start with andre and this i'm going to end with you um andre any last thoughts man or anything that you want to discuss absolutely first and foremost um i didn't get a chance to say it in the beginning but timothy i always appreciate you i have so much love for you and i'm always so grateful when you invite me to share my opinion on these panels it's very humbling. And again, today is no different. Thank you for sharing the platform. And I just want to say to all you young people out there, follow your dreams. Don't let anybody make you feel like it's too late. And lastly, don't wait for people to open the door for you or understand your dream. It's your dream. It's for you to understand. And you open those own doors. Don't ever stop. Don't ever stop and say, oh, I'm going to take a break. Look how far I come, because you haven't come anywhere. There's so much work to do, so let's all hang in there and keep fighting the good fight, and thank you again. No, hey, come man. on. Take care. I appreciate you. Take care, man. I appreciate you. I'll definitely be in touch, man. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Okay. So, Sean? Um, yeah, um, I would just like to say, um, once again, thank you, Timothy. This is like my first invitation to, um, to something like this ever. So I really do appreciate the offer and giving me the opportunity to do so. Um, to everyone that's just like me, that just graduated specifically black grads, black grads matter. Keep pushing, get that education. And like Andre said, reach for your dreams. The sky is the limit. Um, there's a lot of things at our, um, in our lives right now that are um, impacting us and don't want us to succeed. But for me, I feel like I'm living proof to just keep on going and you're going to reach your dreams no matter what's against you. Um, and lastly, stay blessed, stay black. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, Andre, you still on the line? Of course. Um, I want give out your um give out your websites or anything that you want my listeners to check out. I mean, I, mean, I know you've given out a thousand times before, man, but give it out again, man. Every opportunity is a blessing, so thank you. I have a brand new website. I'm so excited excited for everybody to check it out. 
You can look it up at andrebelos.com. Super easy, just my name, one word. Those who may not know, my name is spelled Andre, A-N-D-R-E, and my last name is Bellos, B-E-L-L-O-S, and I'm on all the social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc., you can check me out at Andre Bellos. Even if my handle is different, um, you should still be able to search me under my first and last name. So thanks again. And um, I really hope everybody enjoys my website and the new work that I've been doing. And I love being a part of your panels because you are not just a radio personality, Timothy, but you're also a community activist. And by you putting your people together, all you're doing is strengthening the movement, the movement for equality for minorities and everybody else. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, Sean, you want to give out your um, your social media plat- your social media information now? Oh, of course. Um, so, hello, you can go ahead and add me on LinkedIn. Um, it's just my name, Treshawn Stephanie, T-R-A-S-E-A-N-S-T-E-P-N-E-Y. Um, I also have um, a website um, that shows some of my work. Um, that's just my first and last name, um, .com. Um, lastly, um, right now I'm currently in a program called Mastering College to Career um, by, with Daniel um, um, Botero. He's uh, amazing. He's basically helping all minorities um, reach their goals into their career um, with every step of the way. It's a great program. I suggest you um, check it out. Um, and that's pretty much it. Thank you so much, Tim. No problem, man. And listen, um, Trish, um, Trishan, keep in touch with me, man. And um, when I do my other future panels, I'll definitely reach out to you, man, and um, have you on again, man. I really appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you so much, and thank and thank you so much for giving me so much insight and um, me hearing your voice, Andre. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you. And you know what? Just hang in there, stay focused, and above all, keep going. Yes, sir. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Thank you guys so much, man. Um, I'm gonna wrap up the show. I appreciate you guys, man. Um, and I'll definitely be in touch with both of you guys, man. And again, if you ever need my help, man, I'm I'm only uh, a call away. Take care, guys. Take care. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to my amazing guests for this amazing panel. I appreciate all of you guys listening to the end. I appreciate you guys. Um, let's continue the good fight. I'm going to leave you with a song by um, Chris Brown with Amazing. Take care. I'm with it, babe I haven't heard from you And I'm in it, babe Just tell me what to do 